Welcome to Profit and Prosper, a podcast for entrepreneurs who are ready to make some money while doing what they love. On this podcast, we're going to pull back the curtain and talk about all things business and money, but I promise you this is not your typical boring numbers talk. I'm your host, Sarah Young, a CPA and CFO with over a decade of experience in finance, business, and leadership. I'm going to share everything I've learned from helping my clients grow more profitable businesses and keep more of what they earn while growing my own successful business along the way. You'll feel empowered and confident that you too can grow your wealth, live a rich life, and have an impact. Stick with me and you might even start to think that finance is fun. Let's dive in. How do you turn your business's cash flow into wealth? I ask this question because ultimately that's what we're all here to do. That's one of the reasons we all started our own business among a variety of reasons, but there's this promise of the time freedom and financial freedom that can come with entrepreneurship. But when it comes to actually implementing that in your life and in your business, I know sometimes it is easier said than done. So this episode actually starts a whole slew of episodes that I am about to do where we are going to come at this question from a variety of different angles, and I will interview several people who I think have done this really well in their business, and we'll talk about how do you turn your business's cash flow into wealth? How do you actually build wealth? So what even is wealth? So a lot of the times we, when we think about wealth, traditionally, we think of, you know, being rich, having a lot of money and, you know, what that might enable us to do. And sometimes there's this negative connotation around chasing money and only doing things to make more money and doing it so we can be selfish and greedy and spend on ourselves and all of that. So I actually would push back and say, you can become wealthy and it doesn't have to necessarily be about the material things in your life. Being wealthy to me is you having the opportunity that being rich in financial terms um, will enable you to do. And when I say being rich, I don't mean like Jeff Bezos, billionaire rich. I just mean rich enough to take care of yourself And then also to have extra to upgrade your life and enjoy your life and also to impact other people around you positively. So as I record this, it is the very end of May and we have had several tragic events lately and I'm not going to go into details on what they are because I don't want my podcast producer to have to cut out me crying. (laughs) But I honestly, like, I cannot think of a better time in our world for people who are not the traditional people in power right now. Think politicians and billionaires. You know, I cannot think of a better time for there to be other people with money and with power in this world. And... Ultimately, that's what I want us to do. I want to have more women with money and power and influence and to have more women and their voices in leadership, more people of color, 
more non-binary people, more neurodivergent people, the list could go on, but I want more people to be in power because I think that, you know, if we can do that, if we can have more diversity in leadership, then I have to believe the world will be a better place than it is as I'm sitting here right now thinking about the things that have happened in this world. So what does wealth mean to you? And how can you do this in your business? So I'm going to cut to the chase and tell you the secret, the secret to building wealth is, are you ready? (laughs) It's not as sexy as you probably think. It comes down to your day-to-day money management habits. It all comes down to how do you handle your money and how do you intentionally allocate that money to align with your priorities? Okay, so in your business, it starts with sales. How do you bring sales in, spend that money in a way, and that allows you to generate cash flow and generate profit in your business is one. Two, invest that cash flow. So you take some of that profit in your business and invest it, right? So generate cash flow and then turn around and invest that cash flow. Two steps. That's pretty simple, right? I understand that neither of those steps is nearly as simple as they sound. If they were simple, I would not have a job, okay? But let's unpack each of those steps in a little bit more detail. So when I think about building wealth in your business, I see business owners typically going through what I'll call three stages. And I want you to understand that the stages don't always have to be linear, You're going to start in stage one, move to stage two and move to stage three. But there are some times in your business where, you know, you have to pivot where things happen unexpectedly and you may be knocked back to stage one again. But understand that in general, you need to progress through these three stages when it comes to getting to a place of financial freedom. And those three stages are stabilize, protect and invest. Okay. So let's talk about these three stages and what they look like. What are the activities that you need to do in your business financially in order to move up to the invest stage? And then once you are able to invest over a period of time, you will build up enough assets in your bank account to be financially free. Okay. So stage one is all about stability. When you start your business, you probably have very little stability, meaning you have not figured out yet how to consistently generate income in your business. And so that is step one, is for you to figure out how do I generate a consistent baseline monthly income that covers my overhead expenses in my business and my own personal expenses for myself so that you are cash flow positive in your life and in your business. And some people get confused when they hear me talking about personal finances too, when we talk about business finances. The reason that I bring them all together is because I think your personal financial situation is going to have a major impact on your business's finances. The same financial habits that people tend to have in their personal life, I see them roll over into their business for one, Two, if you are not secure personally, if you don't feel taken care of personally, that is going to result in anxiety 
rolling over into your business. So we have to make sure that you as the business owner, you as the CEO are well taken care of when it comes to your finances and other areas of your life, of course. I can tell you that when I have had things in my life, um, changes in my personal life, um, like when I feel less secure financially in my personal life, that carries over into anxiety in my business, which results in me coming at potential leads and doing sales and marketing from a place of that anxiety and insecurity. And I think we all know that that's not attractive to potential customers, right? You know, it's I'm not saying don't be real and don't be open and honest about the way you're feeling, but there's also just a sense of like, let's make sure that we are coming from a good place and we will be able to serve our clients and our customers better. So we have to figure out how do you get cash flow positive in your business and your life? So how do you generate enough income to pay for all of your overhead and pay yourself personally. And if you do not know how to do this, or if you're not doing this consistently, go back to episode 15 of the podcast where we talked about how do you generate a consistent baseline revenue? This is your first goal. Once you figure out how to do that, then you do it in the most easy, efficient way possible. How do you figure out the system? If I do X, Y, Z, then I get a consistent monthly income. Figure out how to do that in the most easy, efficient way possible. Generally, the fastest way to get there is to raise your prices. So if you listen to episodes 16 through 19, we talked about all different facets of that. Generally, the fastest way is to raise your prices, but also make sure you are spending on the right things. Make sure that you're not blowing all your money on like a marketing campaign that's not working, that's not generating sales. Make sure you're spending on things that give you a good return. I will also say this. Sometimes I do the exercise that I talked about in episode 15, and I calculate a baseline revenue for one of my clients, and it ends up being a really high number that they're not even close to, and they're not going to be able to reach for months, several months, a year, right? If you do that and that is the case, then it is time to reset and it is time to rethink my business model. How are you, not my business model, your business model, how are you generating income in a way that allows you to reach a consistent monthly baseline income every single month? So when you're doing this, um, you don't have to wait to increase your net worth, okay? But you are probably not going to be able to plow tons of money into investments at this stage because if you can't pay yourself regularly, you're not going to have extra leftover to invest. This is why priority one is to increase your income. So you can still start with some small things to increase your net worth. Save up a minimum emergency fund, and this would include for your business and for you personally. Make sure you have enough to cover any oh shit moments in your life and in your business. That could be $500, that could be $1,000, whatever that is, you can work on saving that up. If you have debt, obviously you have to make debt payments, so continue paying that down. If you have even an extra $50 that you can put at any high interest debt, do that because you need to pay down your high interest debt. We're going to talk about this more in stage two. 
If you don't have a ton of debt and you do have an emergency fund, then maybe you can take $50 a month or something small, $100 a month, and put it into an investment. I like to start with super simple investments, and we'll talk about these in later episodes, so I won't go into great detail now, but think about like just a traditional or a Roth IRA. These are accounts that anybody can have access to, and you can generally contribute up to $6,000 into these accounts. What if you took 50 bucks a month and put it into one of these accounts and you're getting started even in this early stage? If you're enjoying my podcast, then you are going to love my exclusive weekly email series, Profit and Prosper Millionaire Mondays. As a business owner, you have limitless potential for the amount of cash flow you can create in your business, but your journey to building wealth might not feel all that straightforward. To convert your cash flow into real wealth, you need to do a bit of planning and strategizing so that you can be wealthy and be well, reaching financial independence and eventually retiring or relaxing early at your lake house, which is my plan. In my Millionaire Mondays email series, I share tactics and strategies for using your business to generate your first million dollars in net worth in the same approachable way that you get in the podcast. Sign up for my exclusive emails for free at profitandprosper.co forward slash millionaire. So stage one is stabilize, stabilize your business, get out of the feast or famine cycle, create more consistency and ease in your business. Once you figure out that formula, you move on to stage two, which is about security in protecting yourself. So when you are here, you now have cash flow and you need to protect that cash flow. So think about people who are employees. They feel secure in their jobs generally because usually the business's success where they're working is not directly tied to only their individual actions. Compare that to how you feel in your business and you know that your success is tied directly to you. That can feel both empowering and also terrifying. So, you know, we could go on about how maybe employees shouldn't feel secure because they could be laid off at any time and so on and so forth. And they're, you know, someone else has control over their time, um, but they have that extra security because they know hey, if I get sick for this week and I'm not able to do whatever my job is, it's not going to bring the business down. So we need to get your business into a place where that is also the case, where if you have something happen personally, the business doesn't go down, where if you are not able to work, you still make money, where, you know, like last fall, for example, my dad passed away and there were months where I was not doing my sales and marketing activities, and I still had to pay my my employees. And how did that work? One, how was I able to take time off um, after he passed away? And then how was I able to continue to pay them over the following months, even though I wasn't bringing in as many new sales? It is because I had created a consistent monthly baseline revenue where I was bringing in enough money every month to cover all of my costs, okay? So we need to get you into the place where you are protected and you feel secure in your business. So the answer is to build up your reserves for one, pay off your higher interest debt, 
and also invest in things in your business, in processes and systems that start to detach your business's cash flow from you. So let's go back to number one. Build up your reserves. You have heard me say this on probably 50% of the podcast episodes so far. You need an emergency fund and you need a tax savings account. So build up your reserves. Use your cash flow generated in your business. After you pay yourself to pay your bills, right, personally, put some money into emergency funds. This is for your business and your personal life. So in business, I generally recommend people have a business savings account totally separate from their main cash account where you put two to three months of expenses and you set that money aside. Having that will give you the time and space to pivot if and when something happens in your business and you cannot sell. If you cannot do the revenue generating activities, you still have money there to float you until you can restabilize. You also need a personal emergency fund. So most personal finance people like recommend have six or more months of emergency fund saved up in your account at all times. So work on building up those two things, right? The other savings account is I want you to have a bank account where you put tax money. And because when you're in stage two, you are generating profit in your business enough to pay yourself regularly, that means you are going to have some level of income taxes. Not saving for income tax throughout the year is going to result in you um, getting a huge tax bill. And next, next spring, you're gonna have a huge tax bill and you are either going to have to drain your emergency fund, take on debt, right, by either getting a loan, setting up a payment plan with the IRS to pay that bill, right, or, the alternative is you set money aside throughout the year to cover your tax bill, okay? So you build up your reserves, one. Also pay off your higher interest debt. So higher interest debt generally, I would say, is debt with 7% or more interest. So think credit cards, some of the higher interest loans, student loans sometimes, this generally does not include mortgages or, you know, some car loans, stuff like that that has lower interest. The reason we say pay off higher interest debt is that if you were to take that money, like let's say you take your extra $500 a month and plow it at your high interest debt. The alternative would be to take that $500 and invest it. You're generally not going to get consistently more than a 7 to 10% return on that investment. And so if you have debt that has a 7 to 10% interest rate or higher, you want to prioritize paying that off because you're it's eating away at your earnings by having that interest rate on your debt. So focus on paying that off and invest in things in your business that enable you to detach your business's cash flow from you. Going back to that employee mentality, if an employee in a business is not able to work for a month or you know, two months or however long, the business generally has the systems and processes in place to keep going. So you have to ask yourself, what are the things I can do to restructure my income streams, to hire a team, to build out my systems and processes that enable that to happen in your business too, okay? So that way you can do a better job of protecting yourself and your business. So stage two is protecting 
your business and yourself. Some of you are in this stage and you don't even realize it. So I'll use the example. Yesterday, I had a meeting with one of our concierge tax clients. It was our first meeting. And she had, we were looking at her financials. She had $70,000 sitting in her bank account and still said to me, I still feel like I have a scarcity mindset, meaning I'm afraid that I'm not going to make any more money after this. Okay. So yes, you have to do the mindset work. That's not the point of this episode. Um, But some of you are in this stage and you are actually protected and you don't even realize it. So this is why if you go back and listen to episode six, I talked about money management and I talked about this idea of giving every dollar a job. So this is why I do not like business owners to pile up all of their money in one business bank account. So in this case, she had $70,000 piled up in her business bank account. She wasn't paying herself enough consistently, or she had just started to, but hadn't been for a while. She had some money set aside for taxes, but not enough. She did not have money set aside for her reserves. And so what we did was we went through and said, how much do you need in each of these buckets? And let's actually open up accounts and move the money physically into these accounts. And then she's left with however much money is left to invest. She did not need this money to pay herself for the next three months. She didn't need it to cover her overhead expenses for the next few months. And so my question was, you have protected yourself. What do you want to do with this extra money? So stage three is to build or invest into building your net worth. So now you take your cash flow that you have generated because you figured out how to get consistent monthly income. You have built up your reserves, your emergency funds, you have paid off your high interest debt, um, and your business you have set up to where it runs consistently without you. So you have extra cash flow, right? The way that you build your net worth is take your cash flow and invest it. Simple as that, right? I like to do an exercise with clients where we look at their monthly revenue and overhead, like just average numbers. What do they typically have in profit? So your revenue minus your business expenses, the um, team, payroll, contractors, marketing, office expense, supplies, stuff like that. What do you have left over in profits consistently? And let's do an exercise where we, we allocate that money. What are your priorities, right? Your priorities need to be pay yourself, cover your taxes, make sure you build up your business savings if you haven't done so already, then invest, okay? How much can you allocate to investing? So look at your average monthly numbers and do that exercise and sit down and say, well, in a normal month, if I structure my business this way, I should generate this much in profit and out of that profit, I wanna take this much money and invest it. And then go and do the thing, right? So you have so many options for what you can invest in. 
The simplest ones are typically the retirement accounts. So I already said one of the first things you can do and the one of the first investments I usually recommend people get is just have a traditional or Roth IRA. This is the account that anybody can have, whether you are a business owner or employee, and you can generally put up to $6,000 a year subject to income limits, et cetera, et cetera, but $6,000 a year into one of these accounts. So go open one. I have my accounts at Fidelity. Vanguard is also good. These are easy access, low cost, low fees retirement accounts. Some people want to buy real estate. Okay, great. I have clients who buy rental properties or some even think about commercial properties, stuff like that. If you want to invest in real estate, you've got to open up yourself a savings account, hopefully a separate savings account from any other ones you have and put money for your down payment into your savings account. Okay, do it. Take your money that you're going to invest and sit it in that account until you build up enough to go and buy the real estate. Or if you want to buy other businesses, right, save up until you have a down payment for that. The point is that you create multiple income streams. So there's this statistic that says the average millionaire has seven income streams. And I will say, well, we ask the question, does a millionaire become a millionaire because they have seven income streams or do they have seven income streams because they're a millionaire? And the answer really is somewhere in the middle. So generally you're going to become a millionaire by having one income stream. So for you, that's your business. You take some of the cash flow from that income stream and invest it in something else that creates a second income stream. So this could be a retirement account, or this could be real estate. Then you have two things producing earnings, producing cash flow. You continue to take your excess cash flow and invest it in something else. And that way, over time, you keep doing that and you build up multiple income streams. And that is what we call diversifying. Having all of your eggs split out, not in one basket, but in multiple different baskets. So you have many streams of income so that if one of them doesn't perform, if one of them fails, you have six other ones that continue to produce income. That is one of the things I would say you need to focus on if you want to become a millionaire, which most of you probably need to be a millionaire. We'll talk about this in a later episode, okay? just by fact of how much things cost now. And especially if you're like many of us and want to retire early, start thinking about how can I put a million dollars in the bank? Okay. To invest successfully, I would say this, it comes down to your daily day-to-day -day habits, your money management habits of you getting your sales in the door, spending it in line with your priorities, spending it on the things that you need to keep your business going in the most easy, efficient way possible. And then automating anything you can in terms of taking your investing money, however much you decide you want to invest and sending that over somewhere else. It's like when you're an employee somewhere and they take the money out of your paycheck for your 401k, you don't see that money hit your personal bank account. They just take it out and send it directly because if they send it straight to your personal bank account and said, okay, you need to put this much money into your 401k, most people won't do it because they want to have it in their personal bank account because we find things to spend it on, right? So hijack your behaviors by setting up completely separate bank accounts. Go to Ally and get a personal savings account and save up for a real estate purchase. Go to Fidelity or Vanguard and open up an IRA, okay? 
put money directly in those bank accounts from your business account so that it doesn't have to flow through your personal accounts. It all comes down to daily actions, right? What stage of business are you in? Stabilize, protect, or build. What daily actions do you need to do in order to move into the next stage? This could include sales and marketing activities, right? Figuring out how to get more leads in the door so that you can you know, make more sales. Maybe it's CEO time so that you can restructure your business to make it easier for you to make more money. Managing your money and spending it with intention and spending your money on the things that you prioritize, right? Allocating your cash flow. These are the daily, weekly habits that you need to implement in order to build wealth. All right. So to summarize, here's how you take your cash flow in your business and build wealth. All right. One, generate cash flow. Two, invest some of that cash flow into assets that produce income streams for you later on, like retirement accounts, real estate, buying other businesses, right? There are many, many investment options. All it takes is generating cash flow and then intentionally allocating that cash flow into things that build your wealth. So I hope this episode was helpful and stay tuned over the coming weeks because like I said, I am going to continue coming at this idea of building wealth in your business, from your business, um, from many different angles. So I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Now, I want you to go take some action. What's one thing you can do this week to create more profit in your business? Send me a DM on Instagram at youngcocfo and share your action item with me. If you have a question or topic you'd like me to dive into, or if you're feeling empowered about taking charge of your finances, let's continue the conversation. Go to profitandprosper.co to submit a question or topic for me to talk about on the show. And because we all profit and prosper better with friends, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe wherever you listen, and share the episode. Make sure you tag me at youngcocfo on Instagram so I can give you some love and I'll see you in the next episode.